0: Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? Now, today has been another day of working with the 5-Minute Journal. And ever since the episode where I explored what Adam Harris taught me in his interview that I did on my peak performance productivity podcast I've been exploring using journaling and after some research came up with the 5 minute journal as the approach that I was going to take so today is the third day I've been using the template that I created 4 days ago and so I just thought I'd just update you on where things are going now I have been following the process is working really really well but just like yesterday This morning, I went through my normal morning routine and then came into the office and automatically went to my computer and started doing things on my computer in preparation for my normal morning meeting with my webmaster and completely forgot about it again until I finally realised, I thought, right, no, uh, I've got to do my five-minute journal. So fortunately, my memory served me well and interrupted what I was doing and got me back onto it. But the point is, I still haven't quite embedded it as a permanent part of my routine. I'm going to talk about that at the end of the episode when I explain how I'm going to do that. So um, what I did, I, I got my my iPad my and went into uh, my kitchen, sat at my kitchen table, and then did my morning reading. So the if you go on to uh, one of the previous episodes recently i put a screenshot of the template i'm using the first one is to, is today's quote now if you actually buy the 5 minute journal from amazon you'll get a daily quote for you to ponder on them. but as i mentioned yesterday i am going and uh, going to seek out something of worth to use and I've bought Ryan Holiday's uh, Daily Stoic which is 365 meditation or 366 I think because it counts for a leap year as well of daily things to read. It's just a short page, page and a half of stoic writing to reflect on. So I had decided to do that yesterday so the first thing I did this morning was just catch up on the first four uh, or five days uh, that I'd missed because today is the 6th of January so I went to the 6th of January page eventually once I've gone through the first five and just read through them. So today's quote was, take time to get clarity about who you are and what you stand for. Now, this is really important because um, it's a very powerful quote anyway, but it's consistent with some of the work I'm doing on myself regarding my business a big challenge I have in the work I do is that productivity, leadership in the past, and I also focus on memory and learning uh, before that, is the trouble with that is that everyone needs those sort of skills. Everyone can do with that sort of input, but trying to market to everyone is a real challenge. So, And also, you become quite general and generic. So one of my challenges is about, who do I really need to focus on? And to do that, I've got to get very clear about who I am and what I stand for so that I can target my efforts more effectively. So it's really resonated with me with that quote. It's almost serendipitous that that should be the quote because it's work I've been doing on myself over the last few weeks anyway. So that was, uh, yes, uh, today's quote, but in catching up from the first five days of the year in the book, yesterday's quote was this, when your efforts are not directed at a cause or a purpose, how will you know what to do day in and day out? And now that really struck and resonated with me because the uh, feedback I've been giving myself at the end of the day using the five-minute journal approach, So, uh, but both uh, yesterday and the day before, so the first two days I've been doing them, was that in order to... So let's go back to the first one I did which was on Monday. And what would I do to make it even better? I would base my to-do list for the day on tasks to support my daily, weekly, monthly plans for the next 90 days. Now, uh, I haven't got clear, really clear, or clear enough on that because of the challenges I'm facing in in the efforts I'm putting in during the day. So that quote just basically walked up to me, slapped me in the face with a wet kipper and said, you've got to listen to this. And I had the same feedback yesterday. So it was really timely to see that again. And there was a lovely phrase at the end of this, Particular page in The Daily Stoke that said, Avoid the oblivion of directionlessness, and I think I have been wallowing in around that myself so let 's come on to today now, the thing I found really, really difficult about today was setting up what the three uh, what would make today great. And it comes back to this thing that I'm not quite sure what, who I am and what I stand for, which means I've not really got clarity on what my goals are, which means it's difficult to work out what I should be doing that's really prime. Now, I have done plans, I have done goals, I have created a plan. I'm working on that at the moment. Um, so I've got some form of idea. But what I've realised is this question about what would make today great really does raise the game. It really does get you focused because if you truly think about it and truly answer it, what it does, it gives you clarity, it gives you focus and it gives you commitment. And I've been struggling to find something to do, even though I've got lots of things to do, even though I've set out what I believe my goals are to for the next 90 days, although I realise now that I'm probably not clear enough on them and I've got to get even clearer because at the moment I think I'm a little bit too general, a little bit too, mm, yeah, I think I sort of know where I am and that is reflected in getting clear or lack of clarity on what I should be doing on a daily basis. So I set three things to do today but what I've noticed it's just really quite interesting as I reflect. And it's only by doing this five-minute journal I'm able to have this insight because the evidence is thrust into my awareness. And it seems that I'm doing everything but those three things. All right, I just got to do this little thing here, this little thing there, and then I'll get round to doing what these big three things are. And that's completely wrong. And it's interesting to watch that because I talk and I teach and I share that one of the biggest things you can do is start with your frog in the morning, the worst thing first. So Brian Tracy's book, Eat That Frog, talks all about that. And then do the next thing and then do the next thing. And I don't seem to be doing that. It seems that I've got into this process of... Uh, running the machine of my business so this morning there's meetings with my webmaster there's some stuff I had to do this morning that was finishing off some of the things I should have done yesterday that I hadn't done and so uh, what I've noticed is that all the things that I'm listing uh, so I have little post-it notes for each of the individual tasks I need to get done I then sequence them having prioritized them and then just work through them one by one but it seems that everything has got equal weight and it was, a, it was quite an interesting insight. And only this evening I was chatting to um, uh, a bunch of guys and gals on a call about sales. And it was Gavin Ingham's Sales Compass. And they were talking about goal setting, the 90-day goals, ironically. And uh, I just sort of chipped in with a bit about um, how to uh, get focused and clear. And it's like uh, I, had, I had done that. Uh, it wasn't like I was talking out of turn or I was talking about things that I'd not done and uh, do what I say, not what I do. I had actually done what I described. But what I realized is that there are two things. First of all, my execution has been poor on those goals. But it's probably because the level of clarity about what I'm trying to achieve and what needs to get done to achieve that is not clear enough for me to really focus on. And I like to think I'm quite driven, I like to think I'm quite clear, I like to think I'm quite focused but I've realised that I am not at the level where my aspirations want me to be and I've got to up my game even more than I have done and so and this has all come out from doing this five-minute journal and so Tim Ferriss who whose video I watched that led me onto this, talked about he uses it for focus and execution, and it's really allowing me to, un- to highlight the deficiencies I have in my focus and execution. So um, I'm really pleased that it's, uh, it's yielded that, although somewhat uncomfortable that I have to admit that in public. But that's the whole purpose of this podcast, it's for me to get accountability, it's for me to reflect on myself and put it out there, uh, the challenges I'm facing and how I'm overcoming them. So that's been quite interesting. So tonight, what I'm gonna do is, once I've had my dinner, I'm gonna sit down and I'm really gonna get clearer on what my 90-day goals look like um, beyond the what now seems to be um, a quite generic level. Although, if you look at them, they are quite specific compared to many other people's goals, but they're not specific enough to allow me to tap into uh, and focus enough to get them executed uh, to the level of effectiveness that I want to do. So uh, so that's the effects of that. Now, let's come on to um, this not quite getting the habit of using this fantastic tool that's given me all these insights. Um, not getting that as a habit as sort of ingrained in my daily routine. So what I'm gonna talk about now is something called uh, implementation intention. It's called the, it's the if-then approach to setting goals. Now, I first came across this in um, Heidi Grant Halverson's book, Nine Things Successful People Do Differently. And it's one of the, the the traits that successful people do to implement their goals. And it comes from research done by Peter Golwitzer, who is a um, psychology professor out of New York, I think. Um, and it's all about um, using uh, this contingency: if something happens, then I'll do this. Now, I've talked about it before on. This podcast. If you go to episode forty-nine and forty-four, um, and you'll see that find the number numbering system on the blog at profitproductivity.com, because I don't think the numbers actually translated over to the podcast directories. Um, but and ironically, I used implementation intention to get my journaling uh, sort of uh, a year or so ago um, to get that going and. Um, it's quite interesting to reflect back. I, I'm, I'm here having to draw upon the tool, which I know works, um, again, to get the same thing going. So basically, in short, what you do is when you set a goal, is you focus um, on the, how you're going to implement something. So if, for example, you say you wanted to exercise regularly, then rather than saying, well, I'm just going to um, exercise three times a week, If you did just that and gave a bunch of people that uh, task to do, okay, go exercise uh, three times a week, after I think it's six weeks, uh, less than a third of them will still be doing it. However, if you say to people, right, we want you to exercise, but here's how you're going to set the intention. Um, Decide when you're going to do it and then state it like this. So for example, if it is Monday, Wednesday or Friday and four o'clock, so if it's four o'clock on Monday, Wednesday or Friday, then... I will go to the gym. And that's how you would set up an if-then type goal. And what they found is that people doing that with exercise, at the end of six weeks, 91% of them are still exercising. And there's all sorts of reasons why it works. Um, Essentially, it's because, or if you read Heidi Grant Halverson's book, she talks about it being the fact that the brain works on contingencies. You set up the if and when the if is present, it automatically remembers and goes into the then statement um, automatically. And it's really powerful. It does work. It does work. And if you go to episode, I can't remember if it's episode 49 or 44, I talk about this and using it for... Uh, journaling and I'm sort of like going, yeah, it works because I found myself setting the implementation intention of doing it at 6pm and found myself doing it automatically when I was just doing a different form of journaling at the time. So it's a really powerful approach. So what I'm going to do with the five-minute journaling is I need to do it in the morning and in the evening because it's a two-part process. And to implement it into my morning routine, so I have a you know, quite a thorough morning routine. I get up very early, I meditate, I then do yoga, I then do some breathing exercises, I then do some press-ups, and then I have a shower, ending in a cold shower, and then I'm dressed ready to then start my day. So I want to put it in at the end of that that point. So basically my morning implementation intention for this goal is if I've just had my shower, then... I will do the five-minute journaling. Now, I'll probably get dressed and do it, but um, I will. Uh, the shower is the key thing because that happens everything, every morning. Well, I why I get dressed every morning as well. But the important milestone there for me is the shower. That's the first thing that sprung to mind. So if I've had a shower, then I will five-minute journal. So that's the morning routine. And so when I wake up tomorrow and I go through the whole process, when I've had the shower, then, because of the way I've set this goal, it should remind me to go straight into the five-minute journaling. And then for the evening, um, if it is 7 p.m., then our five-minute journal. And as I'm recording this, it's just gone five, uh, 7 p.m. Um, I have done it just before. So I've already done tonight's before I started recording this uh, because it allowed me to reflect on uh, the day so that I could tell you how it went. Um, so that's how that's going to work. So that's how I've set up using this as... Uh, a way of making sure this becomes part of my daily routine. So this whole process, the five minute journey, is working really, really well for me. Uh, Tomorrow is uh, Thursday and another episode of the interview podcast gets published and I'll be then working from Friday I'll then have a full week at working uh, on an insight from that particular episode. So tomorrow's going to be the last day where I will reflect on the use of the five minute journaling and I'm really pleased with where it's gone so far and hopefully by the end of tomorrow I'll have automatically put this in place using the if then planning and then that will be Uh, a permanent part of my daily routine for me to then to move forward. So it's been a bit messy as I've moved forward, but it's been really, really useful for me to do this. So that is today's episode. Until tomorrow.